Canto 3, Chapter 6 Manifestation of the Universal Form The wise Maitreya said, Thus the Lord was faced with the fact that the progress of what was created in the universe was suspended because of a lack of coherence between his potencies. At that time, he, with his supremely powerful potency that is known as Kali, the goddess of the power to destroy, simultaneously entered all the twenty-three elements. That later on entering of the Supreme Lord in the form of the force of matter, Kali, engaged all the living beings separately in labor by awakening them from their unconscious state to their karma. When the twenty-three principal ingredients, thus by the will of God, were roused to coherent action, their combination led to the manifestation of his plenary expansion of the original person in the appearance of the universal form. The moment he thus, with his plenary expansion of the material power, entered there, all the elements of creation that thus found each other therein, transformed into the worlds of an organic and inorganic existence. He, the original person, this Garbhodaka Shai Vishnu called Hiranmaya, for a thousand celestial years, resided together with all that belonged to his goodness within the egg-shaped universe supported by the causal waters. With the content of that egg, the complete of the gigantic person being put to work by his divine self filled with his female power, he thus divided himself into one consciousness, three identifications of the self, and ten activities. This unlimited expanse is the self of the living entities, the first incarnation and plenary portion of the supersoul, whereupon the aggregate of all of them flourishes. The threefold of the gigantic form pertains to the three aspects of Adhyatmika, Adhidaivika and Adhibautika. The tenfold relates to the organs of the life force and the oneness refers to the heart. The Lord beyond the senses, recalling the prayer of the deities of the universe, by his own radiance thus illumined the gigantic form for the sake of their understanding. Now listen to my description of the many different positions of the demigods that then manifested from his consideration. A mouth manifested, and when that happened, it was the god of fire who among the directors of the material world assumed his position along with his power, the organ of speech, with which one utters words. A pellet appeared. It was the abode of Varuna, who, in the body of the Lord among the directors of the material world, assumed his position along with his power, the organ of the tongue with which one tastes. Next, the nostrils appeared, where the two Ashwini Kumaras have their position, with the sense of smell with which one perceives odors. Eyes appeared in the gigantic body that offered a position to Trashta, the director of light and the power of sight, by which forms can be seen. Then the skin of the gigantic form manifested, a position taken by Anila, the director of the air, with the power of breath which enables the experience of touch. 
with the manifestation of the ears of the gigantic form, that position was occupied by the deities of the directions, the dig devatas, with the power of hearing by which sounds are perceived. Thereafter, the hair of the skin of the gigantic body manifested for the divinity of the herbs and plants with the power to feel by means of the hairs with which itching feelings are experienced. When the genitals of the gigantic form appeared, the first one, Brahma, the Prajapati, took his position with the function of semen with which the pleasure of sex is experienced. An anus formed in the original embodiment offering a position taken by the god Mitra with the function of evacuation with which one defecates. With the manifestation of the hands of the universal form, the king of heaven Indra took his position with the ability to handle matters with which one makes one's living. The legs of the universal form that manifested were occupied by Vishnu, the godhead of the power of locomotion by which one reaches one's destination. When the intelligence of the universal form manifested, the ruling godhead Brahma, the lord of the spoken word, found his position with the power of insight by which one arrives at understanding. Next, the heart of the universal being manifested in which Chandra, the god of the moon, took his position with the function of mental activity because of which one is lost in thoughts. What next came about in the universal form was the eye-awareness, in which the identification with the body, the false ego, took its position under the rule of Lord Rudra, with the function of karma by which one engages in concrete activities. What followed was the manifestation of the spiritual essence of goodness in the gigantic body. Therein the completeness of the Mahatattva found its place with the power of consciousness by means of which one cultivates wisdom. From the head of the universal form, the heavenly worlds manifested, the earthly places originated from its legs, and the sky rose from its abdomen. In those areas, the enlightened souls and other living beings are found who evolved as a result of the operation of the three basic qualities of nature. By the infinite mode of goodness of Sattva, the gods found their place in the heavens whereas all the human beings who on earth live by the nature of their passion, rajas, are subordinate to them. Those belonging to the third kind, the ghosts and spirits, are, as the associates of Rudra, because of their nature of tamas, found in the region of the eater, the navel of the Lord, situated in between the other two. Spiritual Wisdom generated from the mouth of the universal form, O chief of the Kuru dynasty. Those who are inclined to this wisdom became the leading order, the chief Varna of society. They, the Brahmins, are the recognized teachers and spiritual spokesmen, the Gurus. The power to protect the citizens manifested from the arms of the gigantic body. They who exercise that power, the Kshatriyas or rulers, are the followers of the Brahmins and deliver, as representatives of the Supreme Personality, the other classes from the vice of disturbing societal elements. 
for the production and distribution of the means of livelihood. The mercantile community, the Vaishas, whose occupation it is to take charge of provisioning all men, generated from the thighs of the Almighty. From the legs of the Supreme Lord, the service manifested that is of prime importance to the fulfillment of all sacred duties. It is traditionally the profession of the laborer, the Shudra, by which the Lord is satisfied. In order to purify their soul, all the classes in society worship by means of their occupational duties under the lead of their spiritual teachers, with faith and devotion, the Lord from whom they generated along with their duties. Who can estimate, O Vidura, the totality of this form of the divine operating self of the Supreme Lord that manifested by the strength of the deluding material oneness? O brother, nevertheless I will give a description, as far as my intelligence permits and my knowledge allows, of what I heard about the glories of the Lord by which one is purified. For not speaking openly about him, we wander off in untruth. One says that the one beyond compare is attained by the discussions about the Supreme Personality that were piously handed down through history for the glorification of his activities. Also the ear is served best by the nectar of the transcendental message as prepared, also in writing, by the learned. My dear son, could the original poet Brahma know all the glories of the Supreme Soul after his intelligence had matured in meditation for a thousand celestial years? Therefore, when even those skilled in creating illusions do not know because they, as also the one self-satisfied creator personally, are under the spell of the bewildering potencies of the Supreme Lord, then what may one expect from others? Him out of our reach, who is intangible for our ego, mind and words, as also for the respective gods, we offer our obeisances.
Ah, ah, ah. 